Hello, my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars, and here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars, and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Oh. Hey, look at that, Jordan. Right to the close up. <laughs>Just when I thought that our guest was going to be the most drunk person on the show, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan shows him up. Uh, Jordan, how you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, great! Yeah, this is episode that three, three hundred and thirty of Smoke Night Live. Look at the uh, look at the studio audience we have tonight. Look at that. We've got Brandon from CCA in the house, Matt and Scott from Trinity Cigar Lounge, and none other than our good buddy. Quinn Stefani. Quinn Stefani, or as Matt said, Quinn Jaragua in the Ooh. house. Quinn, the oil tycoon from Louisiana. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. It feels good to be back. I'm glad my seat's still here. I Dude. saw you sitting in it a few times. I don't appreciate that, but hey, we'll, we'll work past that. Dude, we've been keeping your seat... We've been keeping your seat warm for you this entire time. I appreciate it. How, how's Louisiana? Well, it's Louisiana, so and like most people know, it's well, it's Louisiana. Yeah, it's not humid yet, so I'm still still enjoying my life slightly. The big question that I think everybody watching tonight okay. wants to know is: Have you learned how to play the banjo yet? Uh, no, but I found some guys on uh, the Backwoods Facebook <laughs> page that were interested in inviting me in. So. Ah, yeah, well. That's, so we'll see how that goes. That's so maybe I something die. that you're going to want to know how to do in Louisiana is play the banjo. Yeah. yeah. Cut all the sleeves off my shirt, start wearing overalls. That right. will be good. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you back in the house. Folks, if you're watching tonight, uh, before we get into the heat of the show, real quick, if you are a Dojoverse member, you got to make sure that you are a member of the uh, Camp Camacho group on Dojoverse.com. And if you are a member... Make sure to go to the Dojoverse group, the, the Camp Camacho group on Dojoverse. Fill out the little form. It's pinned at the top of the page there. And you're, you're going to get a free gift for doing nothing other than, Jordan, just belonging to the group. You, you should get, be doing that anyways. You should be doing that anyways. Now you get stuff. But now, you're, now we're going to – and guess what, guys? This is only the beginning. Uh, this is only the beginning. We're going to be giving away – Camacho is going to be giving away some really, really cool – Stuff I can't say exactly what yet because it's a surprise. But the first thing is, it's just a little, it's a little welcome packet. Um, comes with some Camacho stuff, and and you don't have to do squat. All you have to do, Jordan, is just fill out that form, and boom, you're you're gonna get some stuff in the mail. Jordan, you you seem super excited about that. It's gonna be insane. 
Talk to, talk to me, Jordan. Talk to me. All right, it's been a huge night on the dojo, folks. I mean, an absolutely huge night on the dojo. Uh, Ninjaragua, the Hoya Ninjaragua is back. Uh, it's the re-release of a cigar that literally sold out in one hour the last time we put this thing for sale. And because half hour. Because, uh, was it a half hour? I believe. Because it sold out so fast, we wanted to bring it back, let some other folks get a chance to get their hands on Ninjaragua. Uh, it is sold exclusively through Smoke Inn. And earlier tonight, I hope you guys were watching the uh, the Smoke Inn uh, live event with none other than Juan Martinez of Hoya de Nicaragua on the show, along with Paul and Alex. Uh, it was an amazing event. Um, lots of people got their Ninjaraguas, and if you do order a Ninjaragua, you get the uh, cool challenge coin in the shape of a ninja star, which comes along with it. This cigar is fantastic. We're going to talk about the cigar tonight, but let's go ahead and bring our guest on right now and let's get right into the, the heart of the show, Jordan. None other than our good buddy, Abe DeBabna from Smokin'. Abe, how the heck are you? <laughs> ah, there he is. He's been drinking bourbon all night long. <laughs> Hey, hey, wake up, Abe. It's time to do a show. I'm, I'm, I'm on my third double. <laughs> Your third double. Wait, third double. That's a <laughs> six. Like 14 that means, shots. That's a six. Uh, what's the six? I don't know. Carry the two. It's, carry the, it's a, yeah, it's math. I don't know. Abe, how are you, brother? I'm alive and well. I woke up today. It's a good fucking day. Yeah, it's a good day. Every day that you wake up, it's a good day. Abe. Ninjaragua's back, the Hoya Ninjaragua. Uh, talk about your event with Juan. It was awesome. I watched every waking second of that show. It was fantastic. Talk a little bit about today's release. So, I mean, listen, when we were reached out to be involved in the release of this cigar again, we were ecstatic. It's a great project. Um, in my opinion, one of the cooler ones that the dojo you guys have been involved with um, from the packaging to the theming to the band, right? But more mm. importantly, I mean, you get a cool star and whatnot, but more importantly, this is a great stick. Um, this really is a great stick by one of the oldest factories in Nicaragua. Great family producing great product. This is a solid cigar. Anybody who missed out last year, you better get some in. We have less than 20% of all the inventory left. Um, and I predict they'll be gone by this weekend. So um, we had a nice event. Good to talk to Juan, as always. And, um, you know, we missed you having you guys on, but I knew I was going to be on here after the show. So, you know, I need my little Red Bull version of energy drink. And, yeah. Dur um, so, Abe, during that show, uh, just so you know, during that show, I was busy typing away, uh, you know, responding to questions, uh, making sure everybody knew right where to go to get their uh, Ninjaraguas, which is what we do every release because a lot of people, you know, ah, what do I do? I'm not sure. If you do order a, uh, uh, a bundle, which is a bundle of six, it's basically 54 bucks. It's a little less than 54 bucks. If you order your bundle, uh, make sure to uh, take a screenshot of that. You can um, blur out any sensitive information or whatever if you want to. And uh, post it on Dojoverse.com with hashtag Ninjaragua, and you'll get a, a special badge on the Dojoverse, a you Ninjaragua really badge. Order four of them. 
Yeah, I would say. So you can do this. To, yeah, you look at the way you can stack those. That's things. what you can do. With these you can. Bad boys. You might. The problem is once you stack it like that, you don't ever want to smoke any because it's so cool. <laughs> so order five. So order five, so you have one to smoke. But anyways, uh, it's the same exact blend that we did um, back in. Uh, I don't know. It was like what a year and a half ago. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Uh, right, I think it was right before uh, the world shut down. No, this isn't like uh, dis- November, December. That's still right before the world shut down, isn't it? No, uh, the world shut down in April. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. So close. Hey, You're close. Hey, what's uh, seven or eight months? It's yeah, nothing. what's what's <laughs> seven or eight months between friends, Abe? It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, anyways, make sure to post your proof of purchase on the Dojoverse.com with hashtag Ninjaragua. You get a, a cool badge that shows that you did, uh, you were a part of this project. And, Jordan, mm. you get 2,000 bonus points. That doesn't and suck. No one can take that away. From Nobody you. can ever take that away from you. Abe, let's talk a little bit about tonight's event because in tonight's event, uh, you gave away some really cool um, custom uh, nunchucks. By the way, Abe, I, I sort of feel like nunchucks should have been called numchucks, you know, because if you get hit in the head with it, you're you're instantly numb. But it's nunchucks, right? Listen, it, it's 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 nunchucks and un. It's nunchucks officially. But let me just tell you. I got to hand it to the folks at Drew Estate, man. They come up with some awesome shit. Between the samurai sword, a gong, nunchucks. I mean, they really know how to make shit right now. I, I said this on our, our event, during our event. Anything that comes out of subculture studio is some badass shit. So somebody tonight during our event won a wine-a-door, a hoi de a wine-a-door. And they won these limited edition cigar dojo um Hoya de Nicaragua, Ninjaragua, hand-carved nunchucks. And uh, that went out to a winner. But fear not, because if you still order a bundle, not only do you get the Ninja Star, but you guys have thrown in an extra perk now. So they, they post up their yeah. their their thing, and they get some extra points and some... What else do you get? What do they have you get, get the badge. You get the special badge. The that, badge. Uh, yeah. The badge. Can't forget the badge. You badge. can't forget the badge. And every pack can't comes with a cool, uh, like Ninja Star, like you said. Now, Abe, uh, for folks that don't sort of understand Hoya de Nicaragua, the brand, th- this is a brand that uh, is very special to the cigar industry as a whole. Because if it wasn't for Hoya de Nicaragua, the the cigars that come out of Nicaragua, which now we believed, you know, pretty much universally, almost everybody says, like, man, Nicaragua cigars, I mean, it is the epicenter of uh, premium cigars and especially craft cigars. But Hoya de Nicaragua was the brand that started that all. What an, an amazing history. And just for the fact that you and I get to do a project with Hoya de Nicaragua, that's just special in itself. Talk a little bit about Hoya de Nicaragua and what it means to the cigar industry as a whole. So let me just say this. First off, I mean, when you say we, I have to thank you because our involvement is really just like, hey, we were invited on this awesome bus, right, this train ride. So thank you very much to you guys. Um, and out of a lot of the projects that we've been involved with you guys, which we're always honored to be with, um, this is a pretty badass one because this is not only like a historic factory in a, in a historic you know place where cigars are made in the oldest factory in Nicaragua this is like an awesome family if you know anything about Dr. you know Cuenca, I mean 
the 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 family and the history and, and, and the father is writing memoirs now so i can't wait because i talked with Juan and said i need to get your dad on kma when this you know memoirs come out because this is a man who's been integral in in the shaping of the whole country over the years politically socially economically with his factory um a super great interesting family and it's you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree Juan's a great guy. So you got these great people with this historic factory. So um, this is a badass project and a badass factory to be involved with um, and family to make a project. Um, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to say it. I said it all night. Um, if you didn't get a chance to get these last year and you're thinking about this, get them before they're gone. Okay? Because I promise you, they may come back. But, you know, at the rate that the Drew Estate guys work, it could be a year and a half to two before you'll see them again. <laughs> you know, what's, right. you know, what's really cool, Abe, is um, if you've if fo- I know you've you've been down to Nicaragua and whatnot. But for folks that maybe haven't and uh, Hoya de Nicaragua has a special. Uh, uh, what the fuck is this? You what? get to ask questions like this during your show. <laughs> that's right baby what the fuck is this? <laughs> well now you got to an answer <laughs> what the fuck is this this is some proprietary shit you guys know <laughs> if you haven't oh, there's, there's gonna be a grilling call monday morning like what the fuck is this if you haven't been down <laughs> if you haven't been down to nicaragua uh, we'll be doing some 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 audience polls all night long but um if you haven't been down to nicaragua it's really cool if you go on cigar safari uh abe is you have Drew Estate and Hoya de Nicaragua. They have a special sort of uh, partnership. Uh, Drew Estate uh, distributes their product. But the two companies are on different ends of the spectrum. You, you have uh, Drew Estate, which is, you know, this sort of steampunk, uh, uh, reggae, hip-hop kind of company. It's loud. It's a party. It's fun. And then just a couple of miles away, you have the Hoya de Nicaragua factory, which is a old school, um, you know, uh, very, very original, very, very traditional factory. But yet somehow these two companies have this amazing synergy together. And that makes for such a really cool uh, partnership between the two. Listen, I'm going to say this, right? So I was in this industry when Hoya de Nicaragua was being distributed by another company. Okay. And I ain't going to lie, because I've been wrong occasionally. Um, when I heard that Hoya de Nicaragua was being distributed by Drew Estate, that was a relationship at the moment in time when I heard it. I could not understand how that happened. <laughs> right? And I, I, I've openly said this. I'm like, how did this happen? You literally have, like, the oldest, most traditional company in this industry. And the most new wave, you know, I don't know what the proper word is, but punk or era or, you know, I mean, complete, like you said, completely opposite sides of the spectrum involved. And who would have known that the symbiotic relationship would not have only been so perfect and lasted this long, but worked so effectively. It's really a testament to both companies because these deals very seldom work long-term. I can count on probably one or two or maybe three fingers where I could think that the, this kind of relationship has has tested the time and lasted. So this is definitely one of them. 
And it, it's really kudos to Drew Estate because the burden was really on them to make this happen, right? So um, it's really been a, a phenomenal symbiotic relationship of Drew Estate working with this company and and not only just working with it, but I mean, like when you talk to them, when you deal with them as a company, and, 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 I, and I tell you as a guy who's been in this business now for 25 plus years, um, it's very seldom that you get the sense like it's one of their brands. You know, we talk to Drew Estate people when we deal with them on any kind of a business level. The Hoya de Nicaragua might as well be literally one of their brands, and that's how they treat it. And I think that's why they've been so successful in 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 distributing the brand. So um, yeah, Abe, Abe, just uh, just to piggyback on what you're saying, uh, I I think kind of what you're saying is so many so often. <laughs> Um, when uh, one brand or one company distributes another company's product, uh, sometimes, not always, but sometimes, that uh, distributed product from another brand can sort of get left, you know, a little bit down, you know, somewhere down the down the line, you know, as far as it, the, it the gets imp- lost in the mix. Yeah, it, it gets, gets lost, lost in the, the mix. mix. But Drew Estate's very, very careful to to not do that with Hoya. I think they, I think they treasure this relationship to a great uh, detail and they make sure that they're giving it you know the energy and the attention that it deserves they have and um you know and 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 from what i could tell the folks at hoya nicaragua are extremely happy with the arrangement so you know kudos to both companies um uh, it's it's a testament to both of them and honestly um drew estate has been a great vehicle to get some of these great cigars made by this legendary, when I say legendary, it's literally legendary factory out to the public. You know, I mean, that's their job, and they've been very successful at doing that. So kudos to them. Really, yeah, kudos. absolutely. Now, before we move on to some other topics, because uh, we've been talking about Ninjaragua all night long, Jordan, I want to talk to you just real quickly about this blend and this particular project, uh, because if you guys are, are considering, hey, maybe should I get this dojo release or not, Jordan, this this particular product, out of all of the twenty some odd products that we've done, collaborations that we've done over the years, we worked harder at this particular oh, yeah. project than any project <laughs> that we've ever done. Talk a yeah. little bit, real quick, about how this blend came to be, and the the branding and the marketing and whatnot. I mean, sometimes you know we'll get we'll have guys just send us samples, and the the first thing they send us is great, and we say let's let's do it. But this one was kind of special in that um, we were on a cigar safari in uh, 2018, I believe it was. Took a group of like 15 guys down there. And on every safari, you go to the Hoya factory. And so they had three or four blends um, that they passed out to all the guys. And so on, on Dojo, back then it was just, it wasn't Dojoverse yet, but it was just the Cigar Dojo app. We had the guys rate which ones they liked the most uh, and the most successful blend. Then you and I kind of, Worked with Hoya, said we want a little bit more of this. We send it back. They send it back to us. Oh, now we want a little bit more of this. And like, I think we gave them like way more work than they were <laughs> yeah. looking for. But we just kept on like tweaking it over and over until we had something that we were really excited about. Um, I always get, I always say it tastes like Hershey syrup to me. It's really balanced, um, close to. I wouldn't say it's full, but medium full body. But 
tons of chocolate, tons of like it's like almost a quintessential Nicaraguan experience. And that was Jordan. Jordan, that was really our goal, right? Is like we get the chance to work with Hoya de Nicaragua, Abe. So if we are going to get to work with Hoya de Nicaragua, we want to make the quintessential uh, Nicaraguan cigar, a cigar that brings out every bit of what we love about Nicaraguan tobacco, Abe. So, and you guys, in my opinion, have done a stellar job at it. You know, the blend you guys worked on with Juan and his family have done a great job. And I just want to say to, who is it, Stogie's sister, haven't had one yet, but I'm on, on the lookout. You don't have to be on the lookout. <laughs> Go and acquire one right now at smoking.com. I, oh. I, I would love nothing better than to see these all gone before this weekend is over. Like I said, there's less than 100 bundles by now left. And just get them out. There's six cigars, I promise you. Six is not enough. The minimum minimum requirement you need is two of these things. Um, and if you really want them to last and be able to enjoy them, probably till the next time these guys get them out, probably three or four is more like the number. Three or four of these bundles is a box. That's buying a box of these cigars. And I'm telling you, I said it on our event. I'm going to say it now. Not only are they worth it, if you buy them and you don't like them, I will personally buy them back. Oh, because I I enjoy the shit out of this cigar. Now, Abe, you know what's kind of funny about this cigar is uh, when we very first started this project, um, Juan sort of came over to me with a little bit of a Juan Martinez of Hoya de Nicaragua. He came over to Jordan and I with a little bit of a snicker, you know, kind of like a, almost a, like a, a girlish giggle because he had this idea. He was like, "We should call this cigar." Ninjaragua and instantly oh, that was his idea inst- I did not know that yeah instantly Jordan and I said no no we're not doing that that sounds oh, just wow. it sounds too kitschy it sounds too too and then Jordan remember like for for two years we we toiled over the name we literally toiled over the name. Jordan there was one night in Nicaragua I don't know if you remember <laughs> it was me you and Jack Hire and we were literally coming up with every single possible you know, name, Abe, have you ever got a pet, you know, like you get a, a pet kitten or a dog or something, and if you can't name it, like, right away, you, it's not gonna it's, have a name. you, can, you almost can never <laughs> name it, you know, like, oh, like Fluffy, no, I don't like Fluffy, oh, like, you know, and, and eventually you're just like, you don't like any name that comes out, and so for two years, this, this, this project had no name, and eventually Jordan and I were like, Maybe we just go back to Juan's. It is a pretty cool name. <laughs> Maybe we just go back to Juan's <laughs> idea of Ninjaragua, and and then so then Jordan took that and he made uh, the cool logo and the band and all of that. But it was just so funny how that name it was right in front of us. It was right in front of us the whole time, Abe. Listen, I almost had that situation with one of my kids. Forget a cigar. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not even lying. Where we couldn't name it. I think my wife and I almost got a divorce over naming <laughs> my last <laughs> child. You think I'm kidding? She even went and lived in another bedroom in the house for three months. <laughs> so yeah, we I experienced that very much. I uh, I polled the audience on yeah. how many uh, oh there's the poll how many bundles these guys are buying. We have fifty two percent of these guys are getting one, thirty two percent getting two, sixteen percent getting three to five. Jordan, I would be interested. Uh, you should put up another poll. How many people uh, got some of the first one, or how many people this is their first their first order of Ninja Rai? We'll see. We'll see how that breaks down. Abe, um, let's move on to some other. I, I just I, yeah. Wait, wait, go wait, ahead. I just want to say something. That fifty two percent. You're underselling the market. Trust me. 
six cigars isn't enough. <laughs> you think I'm trying to sell something? There's only 500 bundles of these things. They're going to be gone. They're going to be gone, like, very, very soon. So what I'm trying to tell you is, I'm trying to help you. Trust me, six of these cigars is not enough. I'm doing you the favor, you 52 percenters. It's not enough. Trust me. You'll thank me later. It's not enough. Uh, Abe, um, before we get to some other topics, uh, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Smoking Social Group, the, the socialites. You guys have created a, a really, really great, uh, vibrant uh, community on Facebook. It's something that uh, we can certainly appreciate because this is what we've been doing for 10 years. Um, there's so many Facebook groups out there. I mean, there's a Facebook group for every type of cigar smoker, and that's great. Um, but your particular group ha has a, a really, really vibrant and um, fun feel to it. How did you guys cultivate the uh, excitement and the fun that comes along with being a smoking socialite? So I'm going to be straight up honest here, right? So uh, our one of my associates, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, came in and wanted to start a Facebook group, a private Facebook group. And I did not comprehend at the time what a private Facebook group was. So I'm like, well, what do we need a private Facebook group for? We already have a smoking Facebook page. Is that enough? Um, talked me into doing it, and we did it. So what happened within the group was kind of what we've been successful for over the past quarter century, right? And why we have such many multiple locations here in South Florida would be very successful is we just took our personality, our philosophy, and we put it in a Facebook group and it blew up. You know, we were over 4,000 members in a little over a year. And that's with a lot of people who we reject because we just don't really feel they're really cigar people or they're trying to get in the group. So the number's not blown up. These are active cigar community people. But the culture that we've managed to foster in the Facebook group is basically kind of what we try to do in our everyday life in the stores. Um, you know, and, and some people don't get it. Like, you know, we really don't care for the guy who just wants to post a picture of a cigar that he's smoking at the moment three times a day with no commentary. Because, I mean, let's be real. No one cares what you're really smoking in the moment. Attach a story to it. I just had dinner with the wife. We celebrated this. I'm enjoying the cigar because we really believe it's all about the experience and the community. And we've had such a thriving group. And, you know, I just really got to tell you, you know, you're doing something right when the people within the group begin to act like it's their page, because that's what they do. They have created their own weekly events, their own get together. Constantly just showing what we call socialite love in the group and me and Alex and a lot of our admins and moderators are really, really active. We just don't let the group run, you know, haywire upon itself. We're really, really active at keeping the group curated, keeping things on point. And everybody's just been so amazing in the group and I'm proud. And I can actually honestly say that I feel we've created a Facebook group. That's really different from every other group. Um, it is smoking centric. That's part of what the group is. But there's such a beautiful culture there, positive vibes. You know, we leave all the bullshit that you get on Facebook, like politics, all that. We leave it for other places. There's other places for that. We really just kind of maintain the, the brotherly and sisterly love of the passion that we enjoy, enjoy, which is cigars. 
and we're proud of it. We love it. It's really become almost a renaissance moment for me personally because I've had such a phenomenal time interacting with these people, sharing some background stuff of our company, what goes on back here, my family, my personal life. And um, it's, it's, it's been a great ride for us. And if you haven't, if you're out there and you're watching this for the first time and you're not sure, just go check out Smoking Social. If you don't like it, you can always, always leave. But I tell you, it's, it's a, in my opinion, a very special place. Absolutely. Um, when we get back from break, we are going to talk about two of Abe's special products coming up that are, got, have, have my attention uh, for, for something that I'm going to get my hands on. But, folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands like Romeo, Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines like the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Alec and Bradley Wagyu. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 330 of Smoke Night Live. We're chatting with Abe DeBabna of Smoke In. Uh, JR Cigars has been around for 50 years, but folks... Smoke Inn has been around for over 25 years. This is their 26th year, Abe. And you got a couple of really cool products coming out. One of them really piqued my attention, the Herrera Esteli Raji. Uh, talk about that product. Talk, Tell folks what that is all about because I want to get my hands on that as soon as I get a chance to. That sounds like an amazing, amazing product. So... This is actually a product that's very near and dear to my heart. I'll tell you a couple reasons why. First of all, I just want to say you talk about JR being in the business for 25 years. Um, I've been very fortunate and blessed to know Lou Rothman. He's a personal friend. He lives down here six months a year. And to be exposed to his mentorship and friendship has been a blessing for me. Um, so we're coming up on our 25th year. Well, last year was our 25th year. Right. And I really, you know... As a company, as an organization, you always plan your milestones to do something at 10, 15, 20, 25. But I wanted to do really something special for our 25th year, like really special. And I was really moved during COVID when the announcement of the Fuente family and the Padron family, families I consider legacy, legacy families. You know, it's not legends or, you know, the best of the industry. These guys are legacy families. And when they announced the project during COVID that they were going to make a cigar, and I don't, I don't know where that project is or if it will ever come to fruition, but they made a press release that they were going to make a cigar where the Fuente family was going to make a cigar for Padron and the Padron family were going to make a cigar. For the Fuente family, there'll be a tribute to their fathers who had passed, both passed away at the time. I was very moved by that. I thought it was a very touching thing. And I, and I said to myself, you know, Man, because I knew both of them, and I was actually very close to Jose Orlando Padron. Um, he had a very affectionate nickname for me, the Gordo de West Palm Beach, was, you know, <laughs> the fat guy of West Palm Beach. Um, and I just said, man, this, they would have been moved by something like this. And I, and I really started saying to myself, you know, why? It's, it's unfortunate that they weren't here to see it. So I got the notion, my father, who's been an amazing man, who has an amazing life story. I mean, really. Um, who I am a product of his raising me and, and the hard work and the ethics and me as a person, my morals, my family life. It's, it's, it's been taught by him. 
And I just thought this would be a good way to tie in a tribute to my father while he's still here and gets to enjoy it. So um, we reached out to the folks of Drew Estate. It was their 25th anniversary. We've had a long relationship with them. Jonathan and Marvin back in the day, we always kind of started in this industry at the same time. And I was, I'm very close with both those guys and, and the company that's there today. And um, they were very excited to be involved in this project. And it doesn't always work out that way, but they were very, very excited about this project. And um, they had Willie Herrera make the blend and it was rolled at the world-renowned El Titan de Bronze factory in Little Havana, Miami. And uh, we actually invited my dad down last August and we did a very cool documentary where I just kind of interviewed him. Um, I interviewed him here in the store and then it continued in a car ride that we took down to the to El Titan de Bronze in Miami and talked about his life story and then we had some moments at the factory and I got to talk to Willie about the blend and what makes it special that he had worked on this blend. And um, I got to finally edit it like a couple weeks ago and it was very, I'm not kidding, it was a very, it was a very surreal moment for me to watch that whole conversation with my father. You know, when, you, when you're filming it, you don't really feel it in the moment because you're just talking. And you go back in the editing room for I said four hours, five hours on the editing room, you know, cutting scenes and doing stuff. And it's about an hour documentary. Um, it was a very moving tribute to my father. And uh, he's very moved by it. We're very excited. It's, it's, it's an awesome cigar. We tried it. You know, here's the box. And there's a pretty cool badass uh, El Raj, the Raji ashtray that comes with every box while supplies last, which is going to be a while. It's a 10 count box. And um, a press release went on a couple weeks ago where we were going to do a private party on a rooftop to launch the event. We had a problem with the venue. And in my opinion, I think it worked out for the best. We just moved it now to a regular store event where anybody can come. Um, it'll be May 6th at 7 p.m. Uh, Willie Herrera will be here. Jonathan Drew will be here. Obviously, I'll be here. And the man himself, Raji, will be here. I call him Roger. We grew up calling him Roger. That's the name he goes by. Um, he'll be here. And uh, there'll be tons of stuff. There's a whole package of giveaways and prizes and Savage Feasts and Kahachina and some pretty badass mega standing and mega mini mega standing. Um, the Raji ashtrays have been designed for us. So uh, it's just going to be a public event on May 6th here at our headquarters in Boynton Beach. But we're also going to do some streaming. We're going to have Paul probably come in and stream out some stuff that's going on. It'll go for on sale virtually as well. The same deals that will be available in the store will be available on our e-commerce site with a chance for anybody who is involved on the e-commerce site to win this pretty badass little tabletop mega stanging ashtray, um, the Raji, the, the, the guy, the awesome folks at Drew Estate designed for us. So it's, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a very, it's a project out of, out of the many projects we've done over the years. It's very near and dear to me, you know, and to have this ability to share this with my father, you know, he makes a comment at the end of it, like, you know, he'll cherish, he'll cherish it for the rest of his life. and He doesn't know how to pay me back. And, you know, and then he goes on to quickly say, you know, well, I guess he's paid me enough already, which he has. Um, it's pretty badass. And I, I really have a huge 
gratitude to Willie, Drew Estate, and Sandy over El Titan de Bronze um, because they knew the depth that this project meant to me, and they put that kind of love into this product. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm super excited. This will hit the hit the streets on May uh, May sixth at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It'll be available to everybody, and uh, I, I promise you, it's a cigar that I don't think. Uh, if you're a fan of anything that Willie has blended, especially anything that's come out of El Titan de Bronze, this is a cigar that I assure you will not disappoint. Yeah, I so, was I was just pretty, at I was just badass. I was just at uh, El Titan de Bronze a couple weeks ago, uh, hanging out with Sandy and Willie, um, and just the th- that little teeny factory is produced is it? producing so much stuff right now. They're doing a lot of stuff for General, obviously the Cohiba Siri M. They do the Herrera Esteli Miami, uh, along with a lot of stuff for Kyle and Warped, uh, some stuff for uh, Black Star. I mean, they're doing, it's amazing. La yeah, La Polina. It's amazing that they're able to produce. So for for you to be able to get an, another project out of that factory, um, that's a, a nice little feather in the cap, babe. Uh, like I tell you, I've been very blessed in my career, and for me, that's a, a big moment. Um, and... and, and you know, getting to go meet Sandy and um, really getting to know her. Like, I mean, we, you know, you've talked, you meet a trade show, but really getting to know her. We spent about four hours there, three or four hours, and they treated us to lunch. And uh, it was cool. And, you know, there's one thing that my father has always had, like, a deep, like, instant respect for. Like, he did not know you at all, but if he sees you're a hardworking person, and Sandy is a real hustler, hardworking person, he has an immediate respect. And, 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 and um, you know, uh, he adores it instantly, right? Uh, affection uh, when he sees that in somebody. He saw that there, and uh, I, I couldn't have just asked for a, a more serendipitous or just like a perfectly aligned project than have done this cigar with the folks at Drew Estate. So we're really excited about it. It'll drop May 6th. And, you know, you talked about Cigar Safari earlier in the program, and... We really, 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 and, and the folks at Drew Estate really wanted to, too. We really had this idea of letting anyone who bought a box be entered into a raffle that we would draw on um, at some point, win a trip to Drew Estate to do a cigar safari with my father and myself, right? It would be a very cool event, and um, they're just not ready to open that up yet, and Legal had a hard time with it, so... Anybody who makes a purchase live at the event or does it online, um, I, it's in the press release. I think it's through the month of um, August. At September, we'll have a drawing. And sometime in October, we're going to have a Smoke Andrew Estate little Havana tour. We'll fly some winners in down to South Florida here. A two or three day little, like, little tour of Little Havana and some smoking related events with Drew Estate. And we're just going to make it a special thing, man. You know, and. And, you know, I, I think it's cool to be able to pay tribute to your father or your mother or, you know, a family member who's really affected your life like this. And it's cool. It's as cathartic for me as it is, I think, for my father. So absolutely, uh, an awesome experience all the way around emotionally, psychologically, and even on a business level of creating something um, in my dad's name that'll last and be around for and talked about for a long time. Now, uh, Allison uh, Trainer just uh, made a comment, Jordan, a couple uh, minutes ago. She's like, admit it, Eric, y- you- you're going to move to Florida. But what you might not know 
is I I already have reserved um, Abe's uh, closet. So if when I, every time I go down there, boom, I have a place. Abe's a shirt closet. I, I have a, I set up a little bed on the bottom there. It's amazing. <laughs> Actually, you know, there's room in there. You might okay. not be able to live comfortably. <laughs> we, we joked about it because I teased yeah. Eric. I'm like, did you even leave from the Great Smoke? Have you even gone home yet? Because um, I keep seeing his posts on social media. So uh, the, the the house is always open to you guys, my friend. I appreciate that. Now, Abe, another uh, great relationship that you have in the industry is with Steve Saka and Evan Darnell from the uh, Red Meat Lovers Club. Uh, meats or beef stick. Sorry, I almost said meat stick. Beef stick, uh, another exciting uh, release. Uh, what what can you tell us about beef stick? Well, you know, so RML, the Red Meat Lovers Cigar, was my brainchild, right? It just happened for chance where we had a KMA radio talk show where Evan Darnell was coming on to talk about an event that he was doing and bought a bunch of cool meats for us to eat. Steve Stocker was our main guest for the day. And I literally said, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we just, I mean, Steve, is it possible? Do you think? Can you? Yeah, but a cigar that would really, I mean, everybody's always pairing cigar. What if we paired it with red meat? And Steve loved the idea and ran with it. And in my opinion, it's proven to be one of the best single store releases in the history long term. I mean, I think Anarchy was one of the biggest back in the day when we did it in 2010, 2010. Um, but this is now, it's become, right off the bat, it's become an annual drop. It's in its fifth rendition. And we just pre-sold over 1,500 bundles, almost 1,600 bundles of this in two weeks. Um, because it, it, one of the coolest things we've done with this project is it's very hard for us to gauge the demand. We're always under-ordering it and selling out too quickly, and people got upset. So we had the idea last year, well, look, let's just do a pre-order. You know, for $25, you can commit to whatever bundles you want. We did it last year, and it worked out pretty great. A little bit of glitches on the finalized end where the product actually came in you had to finish your payment but we got that even worked out this year and um it's in this third rendition the, the first one was a six six and a half by 56 you know uh vitola then we went to the 52 six by 52 box press which was a big hit we did each one of those for two years and then somewhere along the way evan darnell who is a character within himself god bless him he does a lot for charity but man he's like an idea a minute and I, I kind of get in like this ignore mode of him. I can't like acknowledge every idea he has. <laughs> so they're so off the wall, right? So he sends me his text about doing a beef stick. He wants to package as a beef stick or whatever. I'm like, okay, dude. I just moved on. And well, I guess he must have pitched it to Saka. Saka liked the idea. And next thing I knew, Steve was telling me that he literally made like 300 of these bundles of what we call the beef stick. Now, mind you, that size, that six by 48 size, that's my personal key size of choice. I, I love that size, right? So I was very excited, and it was very weird how Steve made it. It's a it's completely closed, wrapped head and foot of the cigar. Um, and, you know, it's kind of cool to light it up because you have no draw on it. And, you know, when you light it, it burns through the wrapper leaf, and eventually you start getting a draw, and you really can taste that wrapper. But... It was a big hit. It was a big hit. Steve made 300 bundles for those attending the Great Smoke Dinner uh, earlier this year in February because Steve was our honorary guest. And they sold out. It was a big hit. And we just opted as a company to make it this year's rendition. So the pre-sales just finished, I think, um, Wednesday this week. Um, like I said, there was over 1,500 bundles. 
pre-ordered. And we'll, we, we'll, well, we ordered an extra hundred because there's always some people who will just get into industry or just heard about it. So we want to give them the opportunity. But what's nice about this is nobody's going to rush. Nobody has to crash the site. Nobody has to worry whether they're going to get it or not. They had two whole weeks, plenty of time to order it. And it kind of kills the secondary market. Those people who make a living just, you know, getting on sites for stuff like this and buying four or five bundles so they can sell it for two, three, four times the price, you know, a couple of weeks later when it's out of stock. So um, we love this format. And thanks to Steve Saka, who, who worked with us. But um, the beef stick's a big hit. And uh, our pre-orders are closed. It'll drop in November. Everybody who pre-ordered will get the opportunity to continue the payment, you know, pay the rest of the balance, and they'll get it right away. We'll show it right away. And there'll be a little bit extra for those who didn't get the chance. Maybe come November, they'll get a chance. But at least they won't have to fight 1,500-plus people to get a bundle come November. Very cool. All right. Hey, uh, if you guys are big Dojoverse fans, as you know, we uh, just released uh, a new uh, part of the Dojoverse, which is uh, the new leaderboard and the new leaderboard and Abe, I'll, I'll have you comment on this as well when we get into it. Uh, the new leaderboard now includes brands and cigars. So now you can see uh, the most popular brands all time on the dojo. You can see the most popular brands monthly, uh, weekly and daily. And you can also see the most popular cigars, individual cigars that people are checking in. We believe that this new leaderboard, this really actually shows us what people are, are actually smoking, Jordan, because this leaderboard is based on the check-ins, what people are actually yeah. smoking. So before we had, you know, the, the actual rating, which would take into account if somebody, you know, if, if one guy checked into a cigar, it's got, and you give it a thumbs up, it would have 100%. If uh, the next guy checked in and you give it a thumbs down, it would have 50%. But when you only have, you know, two check-ins on a cigar, a lot of them end up just getting 100%. So now this is more based on like the actual trend of every thumbs up is a, th is a point up, every thumbs down is a point down, and that'll tell you like more a more realistic expectation of what guys are actually into. So uh, every week on Smoke Night Live, we plan to do a quickie update. It's called the Dojo Verse Top Ten, Jordan, and uh, we thought we'd start it off um, doing the all time. Uh, normally, we'll probably go with the weekly rating. Um, but uh, tonight, since this is uh, the kickoff of this, we're going to do the all-time, and we'll get Abe's comments on this. So first of all, let's start with the Dojoverse Top 10 Brands of All Time. Now, this takes into account the entire history of the Dojoverse, which is uh, about a year and a half now we've been doing the Dojoverse. So let's look at the top 10. So with, with the brands, it's taking into account every cigar, every check-in on every cigar in that brand. Right. Uh, and adding them all up. It's, it's sort of like a, uh, a, a, a cultivation of all of the thumbs-up check-ins. So let's take a look at that list, Jordan, and we'll get Abe's comments. Uh, at number 10, Perdomo Cigars. Number 9, uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Steve Saka. Number 8, Camacho. Uh, number 7, General, which obviously has a large uh, group of cigar brands underneath it. Uh, Pete comes in uh, with Tatawahe, number 6. Uh, the Protocol Boys uh, come in at number five. Uh, our own Dojoverse collaborations come in at number four. Uh, Terrence and Aganorsa Leaf hit number three. Espinosa, which has always been one of the more popular brands on the Dojoverse, hits at number two. And Drew Estate lands at number one. Abe, when you look at that list of brands, is there anything that uh, surprises you, uh, shocks you in any way? I mean, yeah, a lot. I mean, look... 
Um, I'm assuming the Cigar Dojo is your releases, correct? Correct. Okay, so that doesn't shock me at all. I mean, in fact, it, in my opinion, it probably should have been a little bit higher. But put up that list again, Jordan, for a yep. second. So, I mean, just to tell you the size of the companies on a natural scale, number five is shocking as a testament to your community and, and how it's built there. Number two is shocking as far as the scale of the size of the company compared to some of the companies out there. Um, a little surprise is number eight. Um, it's good to see. I mean, I have a very tight one of my mentors was Sal Fontana who worked for Kareem and Camacho Cigars for 30 years. It's good to see them still having activity in the Dojoverse. But it's kind of cool to see how your community, your culture that you've developed, how it kind of really rates differently than everybody, every, you know, kind of what the national standard is. And, you know, we kind of learned this because, as you know, you know, we started, I had this idea uh, a couple of years ago to do this thing, what we called the Connoisseur Club, right? And um, it was really funny because we had one of our reveal shows last night, which I'm not typically involved. It's Fred Drury and Alex, but I was working late and I was walking out of the back room and I ended up sitting next to Alex and getting on there. And, you know, if you're not familiar with what our Connoisseur Club is, I had this idea that I thought was very, very cool many years, a couple of years ago, where we would get companies to make us specific blends for consumers that they wouldn't know who made it, right? So you would get the cigars five every month, one through five, and you would have to smoke it. And then you do a little questionnaire and a little survey on it so we get your feedback on it. And then 30 days later, we offer you the ability to see who made the cigar with a video from the manufacturer talking about it. And there's one thing that we noticed, and it's really, really interesting, right? Because when you look at ratings, and I love what you're doing because you're not talking about ratings or scores. You're just saying, this is what people are smoking, what they check in with. Because when you start doing ratings and you take it beyond the scope of five or ten people, right? Because we have a few hundred people in our connoisseur club. And what we've come to determine is... Every cigar is a seven to eight. Mm, right. right. Every cigar, no matter how good, no matter how bad, ends up being a seven to eight cigar. Every cigar. We've done this now. This is our second year. We're, we're, we're four months into our second year. Um, this will be our final year of the Connoisseur Club. We're, we're finishing in December. It kind of run its course and it's, you know, completed the experimental process and the idea that we had. Now, after this, we kind of had everybody kind of involved. It just becomes a carousel. You just keep going round and around. So we'll come up with some other cool ideas. But the Connoisseur Club will end this December. But what we've come to realize is because we have a, a pool of hundreds of people and nobody's broken an eight. You break in, I mean, there, there's some people that have gotten just above an eight. No one's gotten a nine. And very seldom has anybody got below a seven. Every cigar exists between seven and eight. So you ask yourself on a conscious level is what differentiates cigar mm. then? It becomes marketing. It becomes the storyline, the, the everything else. Because the narrative. We've come to show the narrative. Because we've, we've come to show now through basically a scientific process that every cigar we've released now over a year and a half has basically landed between a seven and eight. There's been no nines, there's been no tens, there's been no sixes. So it's kind of wild you know, seeing this process and we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed the, the metrics and the data and 
kind of looking at how this lands and, and the people that have been involved in it looks at it. So I love what you guys are doing where people are just checking in is just saying, hey, this is what we're smoking. Right. So, uh, you know, I think in my opinion, there's a much more better validity to your process than, than, than just trying to score cigars. Now, the next list is really interesting because there's some surprises on here. The, now, we're talking about tens of thousands of check-ins. And I, I, I'm not kidding when I say that. Tens of thousands. These are the cigars, the 10 most checked-into cigars on the Dojoverse in a year and a half. Jordan, let's put that list up, and that we'll, we'll go through them real quick. At number 10, the uh, Dogma Sungrown. Number nine, Espinosa Habano. The number eight, the Murcielago, also from Espinosa. Number seven, which is really popular on the Dojoverse, is the Henry Clay Warhawk. That is a bit of a shocker. That's a bit of a shocker. Uh, number six is our Bonsai from Maganor Salif. Number five, Liga Pravada. Number nine. Number four is the Protocol Blue. And number three is the Protocol Themis. Number two is the uh, regular, the base, Undercrown Maduro. And the number one, this was the one that shocked me, Jordan. Not that it's not a good cigar. It just it shocked me because I, I didn't imagine yeah, that there too. would be that many check-ins. The Espinosa Crema. Uh, Abe, talk about that list. Those are the most, the 10 most checked into cigars. On, and I'm literally, we are literally talking about tens of thousands of check-ins. Two Lazona right. Connecticut's in the top three. That's <coughs> saying something. So this is not... This is not brands. These are individual. These are the actual individual cigars. Yeah, right. They're not companies. They're individual cigars. So it's 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 very apparent to me just looking at this outright that Protocol and Drew Estate and Espinosa seems to be the core of the Dojo verse and what the do the folks in the Dojo verse like. Those three companies seem and, and and shocking and kudos to the Protocol guys, right? Um, because I mean, you know. I love Juan and, 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 and Kevin and those guys, but they're not even close to the stratosphere of what a company like Drew Estate is. I mean, you know, they're, they're still in the embryonic stage compared to a Drew Estate. Sure. So for them to have, for them to have penetrated your community, uh, and, and Eric Espinosa is probably somewhere. I, in I wouldn't. That I wouldn't use range. those terms. I wouldn't use those terms with Juan Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> penetrated, right? That's um, just. But, I'm just saying. It's just interesting because it tells me that yeah. your community is, is pretty much encompasses, looking at both those charts, those three companies, the Drew Estate, Protocol, and Espinosa Cigars is pretty much the core of the Dojoverse and what they like to enjoy. Yeah. Out Toss and Agonorsa. Yeah, we get, well. uh, as far as, uh, on a daily, uh, on the daily rank, uh, Agonorsa is typically up there as well. So, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot of that. Uh, Abe, uh, very interesting. Before we before we uh, wrap up the show, I got to get your take real quick on this whole cigar marketing um, issue that's been sort of running rampant. I had Risty on my show a few weeks ago. I know you had Risty on your show uh, a couple weeks ago on KMA. Um, his uh, Munchies product has caught a lot of attention um, as far as uh, marketing to children. Uh, can you just uh, address this topic uh, before we wrap up the show? What's your thought on this crazy cigar marketing um, hot button issue that we've had in the last few weeks? All right. I'll, I'll try to sum it as simply as I can. And I, and I kind of feel bad for Risty because I think Risty took a hit for something that's been going on for a while. 
Um, and it's very hard to dictate people who, at the end of the day, just want to make a living, right? They're, they're trying to make a living. But um, I think they're making a living with a short-term vision. Look, there are people who live and breathe this industry. And, and, and I, I, I'd like to believe the consumer base at some point will get woke and understand what the difference is between the two types of people that are in the cigar industry. There are people who are in this cigar industry that live and breathe it. It's part of their everyday lives. They understand the heritage, the tradition. They understand the obstacles that are before us and what we constantly face and have a very long-term picture and try to behave and try to contribute in a way that will promote the longevity of what we like to enjoy without hindrance. Um, and then there's a part of this community, and I won't even call it this community, but there's, there's another community of guys who found a way to infiltrate this industry to make a living, not really part of the industry, out to make a, you know, a profit without any really long-term interest. Um, I don't think Risty's one of those guys. I think Risty um, is trying to be a... Um, a disruptor in this industry. Um, he does have a lot of regular core traditional brands and just kind of came out with something that, you know, he, he got the, uh, he got the brunt of what this industry is going on, but it's been going on from a lot of people, right? Four sure. or five, six different companies have been doing this and doing it for a while and mostly preying on, um, Consumers who are really not educated with the intricacies and the traditions and the back end of what's really going on in the community. And um, it's unfortunate because realistically, you have to have some kind of accountability. Um, it, it's, it's irrelevant what your intentions are. I mean, you can claim your intentions are this or that, you know, or whatever. But let's be real. The intention at the end of the day for most of these kind of guys is to make a profit. But whatever your intentions are, you are definitely giving the opposition a ability to grab something and hold on to something to make an argumentative case of something that we've been perpetually, perpetually fighting for a decade plus now, you know, going on two decades. Um, we, our industry is constantly being threat, threatened. Our ability to enjoy and our passion and what we love and do it as adults is constantly being threatened. And it's reality. And you can look at other parts of the, the world where everything's in black and white packaging. You can't go in and see cigars. You have to you know, request them. And after you buy them, you can handle them. This is what we're fighting. And this is what we're fighting in a real world. And I think, you know, I, I, I think it's time that these new guys stop trying to be short-term and really look at the long-term picture if, if they want to be here in 10 years, you know? If their interest is just to make a profit now and make as much as you can now, then it's really going to be irrelevant to them. But if, as a guy Abe, now, if, you're, if you're sitting in a room with Risty and you're, you know, you've been in the industry for 26 years and, and, and Risty says to you, Abe, I'm, I'm looking for your advice on this product, you know, what, what is your advice? Is he, is he hurting the industry? Should he not do this? So, I mean, look, I, I know Risty personally. Um, 
my advice to him probably at the moment is you don't have to do it. Is Risty hurting this industry more than the four or five other guys have been doing it for probably five plus years? No. So, you know, Risty's argument is, look, it's being done. People are doing it. You know, I need to make a living. And I haven't had that conversation. I'm just paraphrasing here. I could, I could see that being his response. So it's hard to argue. But my advice to him at that time would probably be it's really not necessary. It's, it's, it's not necessary. If, if, if your gimmick to try to sell cigars is to copy other people's intellectual property or name it weird stuff or whatever, that's the best grasp you could do on. Then in my opinion is your days are limited anyway in this industry. That's what you have to differentiate yourself and grasp on something and try to create this pseudo culture of I'm different when you're really not, then in my opinion, your days are limited. Um, so, you know, Risky's a friend. He was on our KMA show. We talked about it. My probably would advice to him would be, look, I mean, it, it depends. Do you want to be doing this 10 years from now? Then, yeah, I really wouldn't worry about doing this. It's not going to create enough revenue, really. That'll be worth the 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 any kind of lash back you you know backlash you may get but just even as your reputation and it's not positive for the industry so how much could it be really really worth i mean and that's probably how i would have summed it up to all right abe uh tomorrow morning uh kma radio is back on the air what do you got for uh, the listeners tomorrow morning fred Rui, who's always fun right yeah new uh hire by illusioni yeah yes he's got a new job so we want to talk to him, find out what's going on. I mean, he's back in the cigar industry, though. You, you could argue he never really left. I got his book that he gave me here, uh, one, one of his books, um, So Long and Thanks for All the Bacon. Uh, you know, I have the uh, not for sale, <laughs> not for resale issue that he sent me. Um, he signed. Uh, I actually read this book, you know. I think I have, is this the one I have the highlighted segments on it? But I actually read this book, and um, he, he's always fun. So he'll be on KMA tomorrow morning, 10 p.m., 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard <laughs> Time um, on KMA. Always the best way to start your Saturdays, KMA Talk Radio. Uh, we're going on our 11th year this year. Uh, we love doing it. You can't give up every Saturday morning of your life almost unless you really love what you're doing. We have fun. We don't do what almost everybody else in the cigar industry does. You know, we don't rate, we don't break news. We really just try to have fun every Saturday morning. And that's kind of why we love doing the show and coming up every Saturday morning. All right, folks. So make sure to tune in tomorrow morning. KMA uh, Radio. Uh, uh, guys, uh, Wednesday night Flavor Odyssey is back. I don't know what Robbie and Randy have planned. I know Robbie will do a, uh, he'll do a live on Monday to tell everybody what the pairing is. It is the greatest uh, cigar pairing show uh, podcast that you can listen to. By the way, uh, it is sponsored by none other than Smoke In. So you got to tune in Wednesday night to Flavor Odyssey to see what Robbie and, and Randy will be pairing that night. All the cigars smoked on Flavor Odyssey are brought to you by Smoke In, folks. So tune into that next Friday night, a week from tonight on Smoke Night Live. We will have uh, none other than Juan Martinez of Hoya de Nicaragua. We're going to dive deep 
into Hoya de Nicaragua and the history of the factory, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so tune in next Friday night. Abe, thank you so much for taking the time on Friday night. Ninjaragua, everybody, you can still get your bundles. There's only like 100 left. So you got to snag them. Snag them while you can, right, Abe? Thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Thank you for having me, brother. Love you guys. All right, love you too, Abe. Uh, You're the best. Everybody, it's Friday night. That means Friday night. Herf will be smoking, drinking all night long, checking your favorite cigars, especially uh, Ninjaragua. Uh, Share what you're drinking. Do some hashtag now playing. Uh, We like to uh, hear what you guys are listening to while you're smoking your cigars and drinking your bourbon, of course. Uh, It's Friday Night Herf, so uh, remember, join us next week. Until then, remember, Jordan, never never smoke smoke alone. We'll see you next Friday night. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and A.J. Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from A.J.'s farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at JRCigars.com.